Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Well, I just come from a visit to Kiev, and I can report Kiev stands strong. <laughs> Kiev stands proud. It stands tall. And most important, it stands free. Well, that's the president. He was in Kiev. I don't know if he remembers being there, but he said that he remembered. And then there's Vladimir Putin, who gave a blistering speech today. I think it was like two hours or something like that. And he said that he would suspend Moscow's participation in the um, in the START Treaty. This is Tony Blinken's response to that earlier today. The announcement is deeply unfortunate and irresponsible. Uh, we'll be watching carefully to see what uh, Russia actually does. We'll, of course, make sure that in any event, we are postured appropriately for the security of our own country and, and, and that of our allies. Our expert on this has been Amir Hadzik, who's back with us, retired gunnery sergeant with U.S. Marine Corps, retired U.S. Marine Corps infantry unit leader, and he's a regional specialist with uh, focus on Eastern European noses area quite a bit. Uh, Amir, how are you? Welcome back this afternoon. Hey, thanks for having me back, Mark. So just, I don't know where to start. Should we start on the visit to Kiev by the president? And I guess that's immediately followed up some of the things that Putin said today. He's not uh, backing down. He says, we're not fighting the Ukrainian people. The Ukrainian people have become hostages of the Kiev regime and its Western masters, which have effectively occupied the country. Reaction to that? Well, my reaction to his, uh, again, once rescheduled, delayed uh, speech, which was uh, curiously um, stage to happen when it did in order to upstage our president. And it really contained nothing of, of new. It's uh, just regurgitation of the same old talking points that they've had for a year now. Uh, and, uh, you know, the fact that they have, quote unquote, suspended uh, their participation in START treaty just kind of shows us that they're out of options because this treaty has been <laughs> in one form or another uh, of suspension since uh, COVID-19, and it pretty much just contains that we get to inspect each other's uh, nuclear facilities and, you know, moratorium on production of the same. But what does that mean? That, you know, if they're going to produce more nuclear weapons, we'll be able to blow up our entire planet 10 times over versus five times over. I'm not sure that's going to make a whole lot of difference. 
all it shows is that Russians are simply out of options. So here we are. I mean, it is really here. You and I have been talking about this um, for almost a year now because it's Friday, where is the year anniversary of the invasion. And I think I remember even a couple of months in, Amir, I said that, you know, it looked like it was going to be a long slog. For those of us who are following from afar, this thing is still very, very confusing. And I don't know that we have a good grasp on what the current situation is with the state of what's happening on the ground in the warfare. I mean, is there a way to gauge that? So currently, uh, the, the state of the war is, is pretty much, uh, I would say, stalemate because uh, Russians are fighting for every square foot at a very heavy toll in, in personnel and equipment. We've, we've just uh, seen what, what's happened around the small city of Bakhmut, where Russians are throwing virtually everything at it for some type of a symbolic victory because they've already invested so much. And it's like a, it's like a sunk cost uh, theory. Um, and and uh, Ukrainians are not giving up, but it seems like Ukrainians are probably going to have to give up that city in order to trade space for time. Uh, you know, Ukraine. You know, I was I was wrong last year when I predicted that Ukrainians uh, could be done by the end of the year. However, uh, what I didn't take into consideration, I suppose I was looking at it through rosy glasses, that Western allies are going to provide Ukraine with all of the firepower they need in a timely manner. That did not happen. Ukrainians have started running a little low on ammo, just as apparently Russians are. And, you know, on, on, on uh, Putin's uh, commentary of hostages, well, I don't know which Ukrainian people are how are Ukrainian people hostages when they're the ones getting murdered and killed with numerous rocket attacks, missile attacks uh, by, by uh, Russian military in, in, in civilian cities. So, you know, Russians are just uh, left uh, with, with a continuation of uh, terrorism uh, in order to uh, make uh, Ukrainians submit uh, to, to, to Russian willpower, but I think Ukrainians are fighting hard, they're fighting courageously, and I don't think that's going to happen. So my new prediction is this is going to go on for uh, for another couple of years. It seems that way. Now now it seems to make sense that it's going to last. Now we also have, did I hear in that speech from Putin, because, and, and this is where I don't know how this administration can't get more forceful on this topic, but China is making it even more clear whose side they're on in this. So what do you do with that diplomatically working forward? Because it's it's getting more complicated from that standpoint, isn't it, from the diplomatic standpoint? Certainly. It's going to take uh, utilization of all of our elements and instruments of national power, whether it's diplomatic, you know, military, informational, economic. Uh, we're going to have to employ all of our instruments of power and also keep our allies to go along with us in order to counter this. Certainly what it appears is that it has all the markings of a uh, new Cold War. And, uh, but, you know, some people suspect that Russia may side with China, but they have so much of their own history that I don't really think that uh, China and Russia are going to embrace each other as we may suspect. China also has to contend with the fact that they are dependent on us buying cheap goods from there. And although industrialization is coming back to our country, China is still heavily dependent on not just us, but also European Union, which uh, made its stance pretty clear. And although they may not be contributing monetarily, militarily as much as we are, they are still they are still uh, heavily invested in uh, keeping Russia in Russia, not in Ukraine, Poland and other nations that 
uh, Russians have designs against. But if this goes on for another couple of years, which I, I don't know how at this point you can think that it won't, where does that leave Ukraine as, as a nation in the end anyway? Or is that what Putin wants? I think that depends on us. I think at this point, uh, Putin maybe can, because it is crystal clear that Russians will never be able to occupy and annex whole, uh, whole of Ukraine. They will never be able to control that country. I mean, we, the United States, were unable to uh, take control of Iraq and Afghanistan fully, right? And we all know how that uh, ended up happening. But uh, Putin is trying, Putin, with his 140 million people, is trying to control neighboring country. 40 million people. I mean, they will be uh, stuck in such uh, Ukrainian mud, if you don't mind me saying that, for for decades. It's going to bleed Russia dry. So what I think they'll have to do is uh, achieve their strategic objectives of keeping um, Ukraine away from EU and NATO by keeping them a failed state. So they don't need to take hold of Ukraine. All they have to do is uh, sabotage uh, Ukraine economically and diplomatically to the point where it becomes a failed state and cause its population, cause Ukrainian population to seek a better life elsewhere. Um, and that's something that uh, will be strategic failure on our part, and we must do whatever we can not to allow Russians to achieve that. Okay, those but along those lines here, look, I think there, there's some legitimate questions to be asked and hopefully answered about return on investment here. I know these are big, giant geopolitical issues that have um, a lot of consequences, and a little radio guy here in St. Louis does not have the brain capacity to break all of these things down. On the other hand, we got issues here, and here's Ron DeSantis talking about some of this because the blank check policy doesn't really worked for me or for him. Well, they have effectively a blank check policy with no clear strategic objective identified. And um, these things can can escalate. And I don't think it's in our interest to be getting into proxy war with China getting involved uh, over things like the borderlands or, or over Crimea. So I think it would behoove them to identify what is the strategic objective that they're trying to to achieve. Uh, but just saying it's an open ended blank check, uh, that is not acceptable. Amir, how do you react to those comments? Because I, I, I tend to agree with Governor DeSantis on that. And I do agree with Governor DeSantis uh, on his point of no clear strategic objective being identified. That's something that not just our administration, but uh, NATO alliance needs to clarify, because I, I don't I really don't know what our clear strategic objective is at this point. Is it uh, regime change in Moscow? Is it, uh, you know, sending Russians back to the 2014 borders or 2008 borders? We just don't know what we're doing. However, this blank check, as, as described, you know, I think that's a little bit of a, a political posturing because if Ukraine if Ukraine succeeds in its defense, uh, that's going to make uh, President Biden look really good, despite all of his shortfalls. And and I think that there is certain number, small number of Republicans that are posturing by kind of sort of hey, whatever Biden is doing, we're going to do the opposite. And uh, I'm not sure that that's a clear strategic objective politically for them because it's causing confusion amongst the electorate. It's causing confusion in the United States because I have a number of friends who I respect tremendously who are saying, hey, that's none of our business what happens over there in Ukraine and in Russia. And, and, and I, uh, <laughs> I, well, I know you, you disagree, but that that's the part that gets tricky because those things need to be communicated. And I, I think we can agree on that. The messaging. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, exactly. Amir, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Get more at 971talk.com. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.